Would you stand to your feet? We honor the reading of God's word. I got one verse we're going to launch from tonight. A lot of content, and we're going to pray for some impartation this evening. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. There's a chapter on the gifts of the Spirit, and he begins in an interesting way. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. <clears throat> We're going we're gonna to break this down. It's going to be great. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 in verse 4. I need to switch my version to the New King James. There we go. There are diversities of gifts. Everyone say gifts. But the same spirit. Say spirit. There are diversities of ministries, but the same Lord. Say Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all, now watch this, verse 7, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, and to, and to another the interpretation of tongues. Verse 11, but one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Let's pray. Let's ask the Lord's hand on this time as we open his word. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you that it is light, it's life, it's instruction, it's correction. And I ask tonight, Lord, that your word would accomplish all that you desire it to in each and every one of our lives. You have gifts that you desire to deposit, that you desire to flow in and through our lives. And I pray tonight that you would grant us understanding. Come on, church, can we just lift our voice and begin to ask for a great anointing to be released over this house? Come on, help me pray tonight. We pray, oh Lord, for a mighty anointing to be released in this place. Not words of man's wisdom or, 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 or head knowledge, but Lord, we pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation according to Ephesians chapter 1. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you would minister to us, that you would breathe on this word, that you would make it alive, almighty God. And so I pray, give us eyes to see and ears to hear, a heart that perceives what your spirit is speaking tonight. We commit this time to you in the mighty, powerful name of Jesus. And everybody say, Amen, amen. You may be seated. I want to begin just by, I know when we get into teaching, it's, uh, you know, and we're going to have some teaching tonight. I think it's going to help some of us. One of the things that I want you to understand, if there's any one thing that I am longing for in this time and season, it's one of the things that I mentioned a moment ago. I want to be so sensitive to what the Lord is doing. There are things that are in the heart of Jesus that he is contending for. And I'm telling you, church, we would do well to lean in and be sensitive to what he is doing in this day and hour. I think so often we kind of like, well, this seems like a good idea. I'm going to go for it. And, uh, and I think God at times can bless our good intentions. But I think we'd be better off if we would lean in and hear his God intentions. Are you trekking with me? We, it's a good idea 
to plant a church in Kailua Kona. That was the idea that came into the heart of my wife and I. And we prayed, Lord, is this your will? What is the timing? What do you desire to do? And I feel like there was a pivotal moment for my wife and I as we were driving. We had flown over here. And at this point in time, nobody was coming to our Tuesday night Bible study was meeting right down the road. Nobody was coming except for people who were already connected to Kings. Minister Adele was one of those. We had a number of people who'd come down from Honoka'a, our extension there. They helped us launch. And, uh, and I think that was about it. Minister Rylin and Leah would come over at times and help us. But uh, nobody yet from Kona had shown up. And I remember there was a time where my wife and I were driving. In fact, I could take you to the exact spot that we were driving. And I prayed this. Jesus, you said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And so I said, Jesus, we're doing our part. We're inviting people. We're telling people we're being faithful. We're coming over here. It's an investment in finances and times and, and on every measure. But Jesus, I am asking that you would build your church. And if I'm not mistaken, Leah, you can help me. I think that was the very, the very week that Jonathan and Deb walked into the into that office space. They quickly ran away, but uh, praise God, we reeled them back in. And, uh, and they've been here ever since. They are core pillars in this church. What happened? I believe in that moment, I incline my ear and I begin to say, Jesus, not what I desire, not what I think is a good idea, but what do you desire to do in this time? Are you building this church? Are you moving and ministering in this day and hour? And I'm telling you, God has a will. I know that's profound, isn't it? Look at what this passage says that we just read. I, I wasn't going on a tangent. I shared all that for a reason. Verse 11, we read this, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. You want to know what the greatest key to operating in miracles is? Watch what it says. It's one and the same spirit who works all these things distributing to each one individually as he wills. In any given moment, we need to begin to ask the Lord, what are you doing in this time and season? What do you desire? There was a moment, and I'm, I'm thankful. I, I'm not going to embarrass him, but I'm thankful Brother Michael is here tonight. This last Sunday, there was a powerful moment. I was praying for an individual standing right here. And quickly, I felt the Holy Spirit speak to me. There's somebody who's got an injured finger. I didn't know if it was broken or what, but I shared exactly that. And my brother immediately stands up. That's me. We pray. It didn't take 15 seconds. And he began to check his hand, and the pain had immediately gone. What in the world is that about? The Holy Spirit, hear me on this, the Holy Spirit, God, it's not Pastor Jacob in his wonderful anointing, no, the Lord in that moment said, I want to do this. And I praise God, I was sensitive enough in that moment to say, I hear you, Lord, let's go with it. I believe God desires to do that kind of thing continually. 
that he wants to speak to us prophetic words, that he wants to move upon us in the realm of intercession, that he wants to, he wants to do things. He has a will, and he's constantly moving, and he's active. Now, you say, well, Pastor Jacob, do I have a gift? Yeah, you do. Now, and I want you to look at this in verse 4, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. This is going to be a blessing to you. And we're going to pray that the Lord would move in some gifts tonight. There are diversities of gifts, but there is the same Spirit. So there are gifts of the Holy Spirit. Just keep that one verse right there. There are gifts of the Holy Spirit. Now this is typically what most of us think of when we talk about the gifts of God. Right? We're dealing with healing, words of knowledge, prophecy, things of that nature. But watch what it says. The next verse says... That there are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. Now, pop quiz, when the Bible talks about the Lord, Minister Rylin, Bible scholar, who is it talking about when the Bible talks about the Lord? Jesus. Everyone say Jesus. That's the right answer. You did good. The Spirit is talking about Holy Spirit. The Lord is talking about Jesus. And then watch what it says. There are diversities of activities, but it is the same God. Now, if it talks about the Spirit, and we know the Lord is talking about Jesus, who do you suppose God is talking about in this context? God the Father. God the Father, right? Holy Spirit's God. Jesus is also God. But in this context, we can assume Rightly, that it's talking about the Father God. So here's what's interesting. Did you know that Jesus has gifts that he's pouring out? And the Holy Spirit has gifts that he's pouring out? And the Father God also has gifts that he's pouring out. This is neat. The Bible actually talks about this. Now, I'm going to give you a huge gloss over it's kind of a summary of these gifts. And it's going to be up to you to dig deep into them. Now, from time to time, we'll, we'll teach on them, and you'll find them in different areas. In fact, I know Minister Adele, many of you even here tonight are going through our Discover track, and you'll go through a gifts test. Now, when you're going through that gifts test, what you're actually doing is you're digging into the gifts of the Father, whether you know it or not. These are found in Romans chapter 12 in verse 6. Romans chapter 12 and verse 6, these are the gifts of the Father. Who are they the gifts of? You got it. There are, and this is what it says, we have gifts that differ according to the grace that is given us. This is Romans 12 and verse 6. So let us use them. If it's to prophesy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. If it's ministry, let us use it in ministering. He who teaches in teaching. He who exhorts in exhortation. He who gives with liberality or generosity. And he who leads with diligence. He who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Now, there's a number of other places. Again, this is not an exhaustive teaching on uh, all of the gifts that are named in Scripture. In fact, people have done different studies. Some say there's 16 gifts of the Father. I've seen as many as 30 that are listed. Um, uh, And I'm not here. We're going to go. I don't know how many different gifts there are in our test that we do minister, but we'll just assume that one's right, okay? But here's, here's what that looks like. Did you know every person whether they're Christian or not, is born with certain gifts and talents. You notice there's natural-born musicians, 
right? You just meet children. They're two years old, and already they can find a beat. You'll find individuals, in fact, one of my early memories of Mariah, we had a friend over, and she was eating a chocolate fudge thing. And uh, have you ever done this where you, you put it in your mouth too quickly? And what happens? It, it freezes to your lip. Anybody ever had this? And so she, she took the, this is our friend Kelsey. She watches online often. If you're watching this, Kelsey, I still remember. And uh, she pulled this out, and her lip went with it. And as she pulled it away from her face, part of her lip remained connected to the fudge sickle. And I remember Mariah was probably two or three at the time. And she looks as she begins to see Kelsey's lip bleeding. And Mariah, Kelsey's all right. I mean, she's fine. But Mariah begins to cry. Oh, this, this mercy. She just cared and she had compassion for her. Oh, Kelsey, I'm so sorry. And she was so sad for her. And never forget, Mariah wasn't born again at that point in time. She's learning how to. But, uh, but there was something in her where she just had compassion for this situation. You'll see that there's natural born leaders. In fact, one of the ways I like to illustrate this, I've used this before. And so if you've heard me go through this before, I, I don't apologize because it's a good illustration. You can use it too. You imagine that it's somebody's birthday. All right. And has anybody had a birthday recently? Okay, it's Jen's birthday. And so, Jen, we just decide we're going to honor Jen. And uh, let's say Kama. Kama Kama's a, a good servant. He, he likes to bless people. So Kama goes out and he buys Jen a birthday cake. And we decide in the middle of service that we're going to recognize Jen. Now, I feel bad that we actually didn't do this, especially if you just recently had a birthday. But Kama, go buy her a cake. Okay? And so uh, Kama comes into the sanctuary and he's holding this cake. And as he's walking down the aisleway, we're singing. My wife, she's got a gift of, of, of worship and music. And so she's leading us in happy birthday. And as Kama is walking down the aisle to bring Jen her cake, he trips. And he falls on the ground and he dumps the cake all over the floor. Now, there's something that begins to happen all across the room. My daughter is a leader. And her gift of leadership immediately kicks in. She starts bossing around adults. And she says, you need to go get something to scrape up this cake right now. We got to get this cleaned up so that we can take care of it right away. And she begins to order people around. My brother John, he's prophetic. And he's sitting there saying... I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> you got individuals like Minister Adele. Minister Adele is a teacher. She's administrative. And so she's already taking notes on how at our staff meeting on Tuesday, we need to discuss how this can never happen again. We need to figure out who's going to walk the thing down, what happened, what got in the way. Jonathan is a servant, and he immediately begins to go, and he's getting the supplies. He's rallying people together because he's a leader, and he begins to pull people together to begin to clean these things up. And uh, Nikki, I don't even know her that well, but I just know you've got this gift of compassion and mercy. And so you know what she's doing? While all of this is going on, she pulls Kama off to the side. It's okay, comma. You're going to be all right. 
It could have happened to anybody. It wasn't your fault. And she just begins to encourage comma. What's going on? You guys, have you seen scenarios like this? All of these gifts immediately go into practice. What is that? That is just built on the inside of us. God has created us with unique gifts. It's amazing. And so some of, it, some of you, you have the gift of serving. Some of you have natural leadership gifts. And uh, we would do well, Lord. What have you put in me? And how can I grow in these things? Now, I, I will just say, we all need to stretch ourselves in every area. We're all called to lead in particular areas. We're all called to be generous. We're all called to be lovers of people. And so just because you say, well, love doesn't come easy to me, so I guess that's not my gift. I don't need to worry about it. No, you need to love people, Fred. You need to learn to be generous. You need to learn how to serve. You need to go. But You'll notice that these things come naturally to some people very easily, right? Those are the gifts of the Father. Some would call them operative gifts. They're things that, uh, that, that God has put on the inside of each and every one of us. It's wonderful. Now, the second category of gifts is what we would call the gifts of the Son, right? It says that the Lord has given gifts. And we find these in Ephesians chapter 4 in verse 11. It says this, Ephesians 4.11, many of you know this by heart probably, and he himself, speaking of Jesus, gave some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. This is what we call the five-fold ministry. Jesus himself releases an anointing for ministry, and it's the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. So he deposits these gifts. Now, let me just say, uh, I told you, everybody has giftedness that comes from the Father, even before you're saved. There's great leaders in the world, great musicians in the world, people very compassionate, generous givers in the world have nothing to do with God, but it's ingrained in them. Those are the gifts of the Father. The gifts of the Son are given to those who are intentional to obey the call of God into ministry. So not everybody has. In fact, you'll notice he himself gave some. Say some. So you don't need to beat yourself up. Well, I don't know if I've got a pastor anointing or a prophet anointing or, or I don't feel like I have any of these. That's okay. This is for those who God has appointed to lead in the church. And one of the easy ways you can remember is by using your hand. This is how you can remember the fivefold ministry. Take your hand just like this. Okay. Your index finger, this is the prophet. They're pointing the way. They're giving wisdom and revelation, okay? Your middle finger, don't put it up by itself. But you'll notice your middle finger sticks out further than all of your other fingers. You know what that is? That's the evangelist. They're the first contact for people. They're the ones like, hey, I want to be the first one to introduce you to Jesus. I'm going to tell you about the Lord. The next one is your ring finger. That's the pastor. He's married to the church. He loves the church. He loves the people of God. He's here. He's committed. Hallelujah. Now, your pinky finger. This is like, imagine you're holding a cup of tea. It's formal. You're instructing people. That's the teacher right there, right? I'm, I'm going to teach you proper etiquette. I'm going to teach you about the gifts of the Spirit. I'm going to show you how these things work. That's the prophet. The apostle. 
is the thumb that holds it all together. These are the ones that God appoints like the Dr. Morocco's of the world who, how can he oversee 530 something churches? Well, he's got an ability to pull all these things together. How he wraps his head around all that leadership and all those leaders, I have no idea, but I pray for him. That's the fivefold ministry. Those are the gifts of Jesus. Now, the third category, are you guys trekking with me so far? Hallelujah. The third category are what we call the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Now, these are gifts. I'm going to dig into this more uh, on the next few Sundays as we begin to talk about the anointing that can come upon people. The purpose of the gifts of the Spirit, Acts 1.8, says the Spirit will come upon you and you will be my witnesses, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. So the Lord has poured out his Spirit. And there are moments where the Spirit of God comes upon you for the purpose of being a blessing. In fact, we read that in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 as well. There are diversities of gifts. No, no, no. Um, the manifestation, verse 7, of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. These gifts, I want you to understand this. There is even a use for praying in tongues that can be a benefit to everyone. When you prophesy, it should never cause people to say, look at that prophet. Wow. What it should cause people to do is look at the call of God on that person's life. Prophecy is to lift up the entire body of Christ. In fact, all of the gifts of the Spirit are to operate that way. It's for the benefit of all. So if God moves mightily through Ryan, the Spirit of God comes upon him, he releases ministry, and wow, praise God, it should be a blessing to everybody. You guys trekking with me so far. This is very important because it's important for us to seek the gifts of the Spirit. Now, I read the whole passage earlier, and I'm just going to break it down. Number one, there is the, wor the word of wisdom. Say wisdom. The word of wisdom. Now, this is not just like natural wisdom. This is a supernatural gift that comes upon individuals. In fact, Solomon, you'll notice he has an encounter with God. And the Lord puts on him a gift of wisdom. He operated in a gift of He had wisdom that he did not have before. It was a supernatural impartation that came upon Solomon. Jesus had the gift of wisdom. There were moments individuals would come to him and challenge him, test him in various things. And Jesus, I, I love, you know, Jesus makes me feel okay to not give an answer to everybody for every problem and every question. How many times did you read people came to Jesus to test him and he just simply didn't answer them at all? Or he'd ask them another question. Well, I'll answer you this if you answer this. And he'd always, he'd always catch these guys in the way that they were trying to manipulate him or trap him. That was the gift of wisdom that was operating. I will tell you, I don't think I truly understand, understood what the gift of wisdom was until I got around Dr. Morocco. Dr. Morocco will have, and it's not, again, this is not natural wisdom. Wow, he's very wise. There's wise people all over the planet. 
But there are moments where I've been sitting with Dr. Morocco, and he, in fact, one of the things that he said when he looked at this property, he's like, this is a great property, this is a great building, but he's like, those bathrooms are going to give us problems. And I'm just thinking like, no, I talked to the architect, I talked to the owner, it's not going to be any problem. But friend, do you know what has caused us delay after delay after delay over the last year and a half? Those bathrooms. I didn't see it, but there was a moment where a word of wisdom came upon Dr. Morocco, and sure enough, now praise God, all of that is closed out, and it's all behind us, but there's been moments where I've gone to him, Doctor, I'm dealing with this situation, and he comes back and he says, well, have you asked him about this? And I'm like, nah. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I'm pretty sure the issue is that. But then as I get into it, guess what? Sure enough, it's exactly what he said it was. It's the gift of wisdom. We need to pray for the gift of wisdom to come upon us. Come on. You and your business dealings, you and your relationships, you and your ministry, and all of these areas, God can impart to us, try this. Speak this. That's a gift of wisdom. We need that. The second is the word of knowledge. Oh, this is so fun. This is when God makes his knowledge your knowledge. How did I know that Brother Michael had an injured finger? I didn't, but God did. And in one moment, he drops that in my heart. How, how is it that Jesus is talking to a woman and he asks her the question, no, I know you're not married. In fact, you've been married five times and you're living with somebody who's not. Well, what's that about? It's a word of knowledge. That's freaky, man. Bishop Hooks is a man of God who operates in the word of knowledge. There's things that he will say. In fact, yeah, I saw Donovan here. Is Donovan? Yeah, he's in the back there. Oh, my. Donovan just had an anniversary this last week. Donovan, is it okay if I shared this, Donovan? He shared it with the church. Donovan spent a number of years with his girlfriend okay i don't know they've lived together for many years they had a common what do they what do they call that uh common law were you common law marriage or no not even okay praise god bishop hooks takes one look he's never met these guys and he like you guys and he takes the microphone away he didn't embarrass him in front of everybody but he's like you guys you need to get this thing fixed you need to get this thing together and begins to talk to them about their marriage. How does he know? They're standing up there as a couple with their two kids. How does he know they're not married? Word of knowledge. Now, I praise God. They responded to the word of knowledge, which is why this is a good story. They responded to the word of knowledge, and they just celebrated their anniversary. Hallelujah. They got married. There's moments, man. Those are the prophets that freak you out, man. You better be right if you get around a prophet like that. Word of knowledge. How do you know that? Well, that's the word of knowledge. Praise God. So we can pray for the word of knowledge. There's just moments God will drop it in your heart. Number three is the gift of faith. This is a supernatural faith to believe for something. This is not, a, now every one of us has a measure of faith, but this is a moment where God will just, like, just a down, have you ever experienced this? Just a moment where it's like, yes, now's the time, we can do this. Yeah, now's the time, let's pray. Now's the, and I didn't feel like that yesterday. Why? 
There are moments where God, it's a gift. He'll just drop in your heart. Faith. I have faith to believe for this right now. I have faith to contend for this right now. I could share with you so many stories about that. There's moments where Jesus looked and he discerned that there was faith to bring healing. Paul, there was a lame man who was sitting in a church service and he perceived that they had faith. What is that? It was a gift of faith that fell in the room and all of a sudden healing begins to break out. It's a gift of faith. Number four, gifts of healings. Gifts of healings. You'll notice that's plural. Everyone say healings. I believe there's healings that come, some physical. I believe there's an anointing for spiritual and emotional healing. God can bind up hearts. I don't know if you've ever experienced this. This is God, Jack Frost. I'm not talking about a fairy tale character. There's a deliverance minister. His name's Jack Frost. He's just gone to be with the Lord a number of years ago. This guy would like stand up and read children's books and pray for healing for father wounds. And people are crying like babies all across the room. I mean, grown men crying and weeping, falling on the ground as God is ministering healing. Well, what in the world is that? It's a gift of healing to bind up broken hearts. There's others like Billy Burke. Billy Burke is one of the most eccentric, weird, out-of-the-box kind of guy. The guy, I mean... I'm not going to badmouth him. He's a mountain man of God. I saw some of the wildest miracles under the ministry of Billy Burke that I've ever seen. Person comes down. This was on Maui. Person comes down, and their foot is bent sideways like this. I don't know how you deal with this kind of stuff. I am not the kind of person that will say, you know, like, pull your insulin plug. Get off your medication. Like, I'll say, uh, if, if, if. You know, if you notice your blood levels are doing better, maybe wean yourself off. Like, I just don't want a, a lawsuit. I don't know. Maybe I lack faith. I don't. Not Billy Burke. He's like, this person comes up in a wheelchair, and he's like, stand up. And they're like barely standing. And he tells the people that are standing around him, don't hold her. Come, begin to walk. And I'm, I mean, I'm like standing, like from me to Minister Rylan watching this. Were any of you guys in this service? My wife was there. Were you there for this thing? Minister Tom, I think, was there. The foot is bent sideways, and he's like, just begin to walk. And I'm watching as this person, like, and I'm freaking out, like, I'm going to have to catch this person. Their foot is about to break. But as she begins to walk, it's like three steps, and all of a sudden, she's walking more confident. And all of a sudden, I watch as her foot straightens out. And before the thing is said and done, she's walking confident. Her foot has been made whole. I'm telling you, there was type, what, type 1 or 2 diabetes. What's the one that's not for weight? The other one. The pancreas failure, type 1. Type 1 diabetes got healed. And by the second and third night, still healed. I mean, just crazy kind of miracles. Well, what is that? It's the gifts of healing that God is releasing. So there's gifts of healing. Pray for that. I want more gifts of healings. Amen. Um, number six, prophecy. Oh, I love prophecy. Prophecy. In fact, what I want to encourage you, I've done extensive teaching and training on prophecy. And let me just give you, I never used to prophesy, but somebody taught me a Bible verse, 1 Corinthians 14.1. Pursue love, desire spiritual gifts, especially that you would prophesy. 
Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, especially that you would prophesy. I want to encourage you every day, pray for the gifts of the Spirit to manifest in your life. And pray especially on the authority of Scripture, pray that God would use you to prophesy. The Lord wants to show you things. He wants to speak to you. He wants to speak through you. And it's a lot of fun when you begin to prophesy. We, we did a lot of prophetic nights. Maybe we'll get back to doing that uh, over time. But it's, it's just wonderful. I had somebody, um, in fact, one of the pastors, as uh, I, was, I ministered on Oahu last night. And, uh, and there was a lady that I prayed for. And as I laid hands, the Lord just gave me a vision of Smith Wigglesworth being with this lady. And I said, I, I just believe there's a Smith Wigglesworth anointing on your life. But it's not like what many people think. Some people don't realize, but one of the keys to Wigglesworth's success was that he didn't rush through miracle ministry. Heard a story about one person in a wheelchair. He's praying for them, and nothing happened in the service. So after the service, he spent three hours praying over this individual who was in a wheelchair. They ended up getting up completely healed and restored. And I just wonder how many of us today, it is the will of God to heal them, but we give up after 30 seconds. We pray for one moment. But Jesus said, ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking. Pray and keep on praying. There's a persistence that will bring breakthrough. Now, I praise God for those instantaneous things that happen. But sometimes we got to have this persistence. So the word that I had over this lady was that you're going to be one of those who is willing to persistently pray. It may be hours. It may be days or even weeks that you contend over the same situation, but you will see miracles. Now, here's what's crazy. This morning, we're driving to the airport, and the pastor says, Pastor, I got to tell you, that word that you gave over that lady about Wigglesworth, she said that three times she's had an old man visit her in her dreams. She thought it was her grandpa, but he would like come and like just grab on to her or like hold on to her. And, and he just thought that, you know, man, God's just healing like some family wound or something. She didn't know what that was until she searched and she saw a picture of Smith Wigglesworth. It was Wigglesworth who was coming in the dream. And I called that out in the service last night. Like, what is that? It's prophecy. God is showing things. God is revealing things. And he desires to do that. Guys, I'm not a prophet. I'll, I'll be the first one to say I am not a prophet. Well, how did that happen? Every day for 15 years, I have prayed, Lord, your word says to pursue love and to desire spiritual gifts, especially that you would prophesy. Lord, empower me to prophesy. Pray it every day. The Lord wants to give that to you. I'm taking way too much time. Brother Kyle, would you come and get on the guitar so I can stop talking? Okay. Uh, number seven, we're talking about the gifts of the Spirit. There's the discerning of spirits. Discerning of spirits. God is giving you the ability to see, is this God? Is this me? Is this the devil? And friend, all of us, if you know the Word of God, you can grow in this. If you know the Bible, if you just simply learn the Word of God, you're going to begin to discern what good and evil is. 
But there is a gift of discernment where God in a moment will show you, stay away from that person. There's something off there. Or this is God. I've had moments. I don't understand necessarily what's going on. I don't know why I'm going down to an altar time. But something in me says this is right. This is good. It's discerning of spirits. When God begins to open your eyes to see, man, there's angelic activity that's going on around. Or there's demonic activity that's going on. That's the discerning of spirits. This is a gift of the spirit. Number eight is the gift of tongues. Oh, man, I just don't have time for this, and that's okay. We could, I could spend a whole week talking on tongues. Did you know that there are, some say five, I've actually seen there's, there's like seven different uses for the gift of tongues. Some of them are public. Some of them are private. It's just me and Jesus, man. We're just I'm praying in the spirit. And there's different gifts. But one of the things that I will say, there's a moment where a gift of tongues comes. And there's a word. Have you ever, has anybody ever been in a service like this where a word in tongues is given? And it's different than just somebody praying in the spirit. It's different than someone just praying in their heavenly language. But there's a moment where a tongue will come. And it's just like, I mean, I've been in services where like the volume of everything goes down because you sense God is speaking right here. And then all of a sudden, somebody comes with an interpretation where the Lord begins to give a word. This is what I was hearing in the spirit as that word came forth. It's very powerful. Very powerful. I believe it can come a number of different ways. There's moments where I'm praying for somebody and I don't know what to pray for this person. So I'll just begin to pray in the spirit. And all of a sudden, God just begins to drop ideas in my heart. I believe that even tongues and interpretation can work on a personal level. I don't know how to pray. So I'm going to begin to release groans and utterances like Romans 8 talks about. Allowing the spirit to pray through. And all of a sudden, a picture comes into my mind. And I know this is what we need to pray for. It's tongues and the interpretation of tongues. Can we stand? Wow. You guys, I think I did that in a shorter time than I've ever done it in my life. All the gifts of the Spirit, all the gifts of the Son, and the gifts of the Father. Wow. This is what we're going to do. Um, we're going to move right now and just... Uh, I want to open this thing wide up tonight. And this is, this is how I want to pray. I hope there's a hunger that's been stirred in you. And maybe there's a particular area like, wow, that healing thing, that's awesome. Oh, maybe you feel like, whoa, I feel like I'm called to be a pastor. Oh, I, I don't know. Or maybe you feel like I need healing tonight. I don't know. What I want to do right now is, is we're just going to open this thing wide tonight and Maybe you're here tonight and you need a prophetic word. I don't know. Maybe you desire. I need a word of knowledge over my life or, or something like that. We're going to pray for those things to, to be made manifest. Now, I know we're right at our time, and some of you may have kids in the, in the nursery. And if you got to take off, you can. Because what we're going to do is we're just going to kind of close tonight. And yeah, um, in fact, even our online audience, uh, I'm going to bless you guys. In fact, I'm going to pray a prayer. And we're going to formally dismiss. But then we're just going to open these altars. I'm going to pray for anybody who wants prayer. Whether you, 
I want God to anoint me for the gifts of the Spirit. We're going to pray for that. And I'm going to ask my prayer team, my ministers in particular, Minister Adele, Minister Rylin, my wife, if you'll help me pray tonight. And uh, John, I, I, you know, God uses this man of God as a prophet. He speaks to him, speaks through him. And so uh, I'm going to have John help me pray tonight as well. If you'd like personal prayer, whatever it is, believing for impartation, or just something for God to do, we're going to pray one for another. So I'm going to pray. We're going to open up these altars. We're just going to go after God for the next few moments. So, Lord, I, I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for your gifts that have been poured out upon your sons and daughters. And according to your word, O oh Lord, we're to earnestly desire spiritual gifts. Lord, I ask that even tonight you would open our eyes to see what it is that you've put on the inside of us. How have you anointed us? How are you going to empower us to be a witness? What are the natural gifts and talents that maybe we've suppressed or we've not operated in? God, there's people here that you've called into fivefold ministry, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. And I pray that even tonight, Lord, you would impress it upon people. This is time for you to step up. It's time for you to begin to move into what I've asked you to do. And so, Lord, I just welcome your Holy Spirit. May we discern what you're doing tonight. What is your will? How do you desire to move and operate in this place this evening? We just commit this time to you. I bless our online audience. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen.